Charlie Brown? He's doing the chop, baby! Oh, no! What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello from the Dyer Prime. I don't know. What is this room? I'm looking at a washer and dryer. But it's not the Dyer Prime laundry room. Because I see a TV. I turn my head. I see a TV. I see a hot water tank. I see I see a couch. I see a mini fridge. There's a lot going on in here. So from the Dyer Prime, I'm looking at cat. <laughs> I'm looking at uh, like where the cat litter's at. All right. I'm just looking at a lot of things. There, there's some tools, right? There's a dog leash. This is fun. From the Dyer Prime room in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Down. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Off-season episode 14 of 2020, in the year 2020. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDownWV, Twitter, tweeting on Twitter, find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt, Facebook, you know, Facebook page, find it, hit the blue thumb, follow the podcast there, merch, show notes, link, click it, buy stuff, or don't. Listen, so West Virginia out of the TBT, then the team that replaced Best Virginia, somebody tested positive for the COVID. They got bounced. So the replacement of the replacement team played today versus the herd team. And the herd team won, and Ott Elmore was balling. He did not get the Elam ending shot, but shout out to my man Ott Elmore. But so COVID strikes Best Virginia, and then the news breaks today from the athletic department of WVU is that five basketball student athletes, men, and one staff member have tested positive for COVID-19. So they were supposed to begin workouts with who is at the school currently. I think everybody except Kedrian Johnson was going to start tomorrow, July 6th. Instead, they're not going to do that because five out of the 12 guys tested positive. So thus, 14-day quarantine, And the earliest that they're going to start is July 20th. And so they'll start July 20th, you know, unless the other guys at that time are tested and are found positive. And then they'll push it another two weeks, right? And so the basketball team has 12 or 13 players, okay? Some, you have a lot more walk-ons. You could have a roster of 15, maybe more. I don't know if you have much more than 15. So, hey, football fans. 
and I laugh just because I'm uncomfortable talking about this, but like, how how is this going to work again? Are we playing with welders' masks? How does everybody get it before uh, at least two weeks prior to the first game, and that's how you ensure the games are played? Like, how is this going to work? Let me back up. Thoughts and prayers to the guys who have tested positive. I wish them a speedy recovery. Hopefully they stay away from other humans so that doesn't spread because, you know, you know what you've heard about the COVID is that it spreads. So, but football people, how are you going to do it? And I don't know if it's, I mean, money means that they're going to try their best to make this football work. But if more than a third, almost half of the team of 12 test positive, is football going to be the same way? Like, how is that going to work? I'm asking. I have no idea. Anyway, the basketball season doesn't start until November. So from uh, logistics, it's just you get a two-week delay. And that's right now. See, here's the thing I don't like about the timing because of disease. Is that somebody says a day. And then that day obviously can change because COVID. Now, credit to the basketball tournament. They've had a lot. They've had uh, Best Virginia, three other teams booted from the tournament, had replacements. How do you replace a team in the NBA? You don't. I mean, the answer is you don't, right? So is it like, uh, all right, inter-squad scrimmage and one team – plays with the jerseys of the team that couldn't play because of COVID. Like, I'm just, I don't, (laughs) I want sports back. If you're listening to this podcast, good chances you want sports back. Uh, But the COVID is out there. It's not changing. People uh, in general, uh, Uh, how do I put this in a, in a way that's positive? People are not really, and I'm not, I'm not saying this about the guys that tested positive, but I'm I'm just saying as a country, the numbers say not taking it serious. And you look at the U S chart versus the other countries charts and it just, you know what? It just, it looks different. Uh, so The date changes, obviously. And so how many times can you change a date? Can you replace teams in the NBA and the NFL? You can't. So how does it work? And they got – the football team has, what, 55-guy roster, 60 guys, practice squads, college football, over 100 kids. People are testing positive. You're seeing that in the different programs. And it's July, right? It's July. And uh, two months from now, they're supposed to start playing football. 
and I guess my question is, and I, I mean, it's I'm not asking a question that that I'm not alone here asking this question, but how how are we doing this? And some people are saying for the football, hey, let's move it to the spring. And then, I don't know, then similar to, then what you're going to have, like, when people started lifting restrictions, government officials said, all right, we've done a good job. Let's start lifting the restrictions. Then in some states, especially vacation states, it was a free-for-all. And so is sports going to be the same thing? Is it just going to be a sports free for all? Like, all right, push football to the spring. Everything that got postponed, we'll do it in the spring. And so like you're having like Saturday Final Four, Sunday Super Bowl, Monday NHL Finals, Tuesday Kentucky Derby, Wednesday they're doing all four rounds of the Masters in one day. Like, is it is it just going to be like a sports overload? Just to like, all right, th- are we allowed to do it? All right, let everybody do it all at once. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm against that either. A sports overload? It's disheartening to hear, uh, and it's, Let's keep it in perspective. It's sports disheartening to hear uh, that things are getting postponed and delayed. Uh, There's bigger fish to fry in this country and in the world. Obviously, uh, I just don't understand how it's going to work. And some people are claiming they do know how it works. And I question those people. Because how do you really know? Because global pandemic. Isn't that uplifting? <laughs> I haven't done too much COVID talk. I'm just like blanket sentence because pandemic. But almost half of the basketball team tested positive. So talked about it a little bit more. I don't understand it, and you don't either. Random thoughts coming up. Dyer Prime is the lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. Dyer Prime Creative Group. You've got a business. You're getting ready to introduce yourself to the world again as a business. As things slowly open during this crazy pandemic. You want your design on a t-shirt. You want your design embroidered on a hat. You want, you know, maybe you're not a business. You just want your initials embroidered on a bathrobe. Call Dyer Prime Creative Group. They can do those things. And they're creative, right? Call or text them to find out more. 304-767-4445. Find them on the web at DyerPrime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. It's, I guess, is that time of the year. It's time to start doing player profiles. If you're new to this podcast, every offseason, I spend time in in most offseason episodes at a certain point, one per episode, focusing on 
individual players on the team in preparation for the season that's going to happen, right? In 2020, 2021, maybe not in the fall, maybe in the spring, ah, who knows, TBD. But assuming there's a basketball season, let's do some player profiles. So in year uh, off season one, I went in alphabetical order with the Ross with the roster. Off season two, I went reverse alphabetically. So off season three, I've run out of ideas for the alphabet. So let's go from shortest to tallest. Let's line. Let's in our minds line the team up against the wall. Like we're taking a picture and go, all right, I need like, not that you're taking the picture like this, but that's my recollection of team pictures is like, all right, guys, line up against the wall and line up from shortest to tallest. And then from there, they can put you in rows or however they're going to take the team picture. So we've mentally done that. Let's start with the shortest guy. And so the 2020, 2021 player profiles start with sophomore walk-on, guard, Spencer, Mackey. If there's a season, he's coming back. One of the pleasant surprises of last season, Spencer Mackey. Going into the season, last offseason, when I did a player profile, I incorrectly referred to him as Spencer Mack. I didn't know. It's M-A-C-K-E, and I didn't know if the E was silent, not silent, hadn't heard anything about Spencer Mackey, only read things. And so then there was a return of the Mack joke that I don't regret. I like that song. Anyway, Spencer Mackey, he only played in seven games during the 2019-2020 season. But guess what? He made them count. Every time Spencer Mackey played WVU won. When Spencer Mackey got in the game, WVU was 7-0 last season. And let me say, when Spencer Mackey is in the ball game, the guy is looking for a shot. <laughs> and that's a team effort. The team is looking to pass it to Spencer Mackey for him to shoot. Spencer Mackey is not hiding the fact that he's trying to get shots off. It's a great thing and really became, uh, in those seven games, something. And a lot of those games... I think all of those games were in the Coliseum. And so the whole crowd rooting for Mackey to score, the team on the bench, on the floor, rooting for Mackey to score. Those were some of the best parts of the season, really. The, the team camaraderie, camaraderie, you could see it when Spencer Mackey was in the ball game. And so how did Mackey do? He played 15 minutes in those seven games, so not a lot. The man shot 12 times. <laughs> so 15 minutes, 12 shots. Unfortunately, he only made two of those shots. But his two shots that he made, both three-pointers, one he banked in. Uh, so for the season, Mackey ended up 22% from three. <laughs> for the season, he shot under 20%. So not great stats. Again, it doesn't. it's not a great stat to pay attention to because it's always garbage time. West Virginia is up, uh, you know, double digits when Spencer Mackey's in the game. And again, the offense goes from like whatever Huggins usually runs to set a screen for Mackey. Let's see if he can make a shot. So again, some of the best crowd reactions, team reactions was during Mackey time. 
everybody's rooting for Mackey. Obviously, the op- the opposing team not rooting for Mackey. <laughs> and that's very obvious. And and you could see anger on the other team. Like and a, a very uh <laughs> a very strong emphasis on defense on Mackey. So you are not the one that gives up the Mackey shot. Right? Anyways, if they play basketball in 2020, 2021, or whenever with this roster, I hope there's at least seven games where Spencer Mackey plays because usually that means a win. Uh, So I would like that. And my bold prediction, if the season is played, I think Spencer Mackey will make his first two-point shot. In 2020, 2021, he made zero of those last year. I think he's going to get on the board with a two pointer, made some free throws, made a couple of threes. This is the season for a two point shot. So I think he's going to have it uh, one more than last season. I think he's going to make one. I'd also be surprised if the Mackey win streak stops because, again, seven and oh, numbers don't lie. Spencer Mackey is a winner. Final thoughts coming up. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Food update. Local food update. Bouncing around the Facebook. You know, I'm an older person. So I'm on the Facebook. I'll look at things. Facebook and is <laughs> Facebook is really exciting. You never know... You never know what you're going to see on Facebook. Awful lot of politics on Facebook. Very passionate statements politically on Facebook. Every once in a while you run into something that kind of catches you off guard. Like, did I, did I see that right? Is this a thing? So, I live in Nitro. In South Charleston, West Virginia, a restaurant will be opening. You know, and restaurants open, and that's cool, and I like to eat food. I like to try different kinds of food. Lots of different themes of food, you know? One that hasn't been done in a restaurant, to my knowledge, is carnival food. Now, carnival. You're familiar with the carnival. We we haven't had a lot of those this summer because of pandemic. But you've been to a carnival, You've seen the food stands. You know what they're serving up, right? Somebody's making some fresh squeezed lemonade, right? Somebody's making gigantic sausages that can be put on a bun or a hoagie bun or whatever. Is that is that sandwich going to run you $12 at a carnival? Yes. Will I pay $12 for a sausage sandwich? Yes, I sure will. You got onions and peppers? Yes. I'll do that. Is it too much for the sandwich? Yes. Can you get anything fried at a carnival? Yes. Can you get barbecue at a carnival? Yeah. Can you get a funnel cake? You darn tootin' you can get a funnel cake. But what if you could get all those things in a restaurant all year? What if... 
I guess my question is, before we get into some of the things I've seen, and because this is a real thing, it's going to be a restaurant. Carnival Eats is the name of the restaurant. I will be reaching out to them to try to be a sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt because this is right up my alley. But here's the question, and it's a, it's a we're, we're entering unknown territory here. Can you eat carnival food in November? <laughs> when carnival season is over, can you still eat carnival food? Can you have a deep fried Oreo in February? And like you're thinking about, like, yeah, of course. Like you can, you know, yeah, I can have a I can have a hamburger for breakfast. Yeah, I know you can, but are you gonna do that? I'm saying I am going to do that, and I don't know what the ramifications are of that. It's just something I've never had. <laughs> I've never had ribbon fries in December. So this is something new. So anyways, looking through the post, the menu's not available, but just some items here and there. Good looking banana split. Banana split, I've never had at a carnival, but I would assume you could get one at a carnival. Funnel cake looks delightful. Lots of powdered sugar. I mean, what... Powdered sugar on something, what do you think of? Like, some people think donuts. I think funnel cake. So if we're playing the $25,000 pyramid, you say powdered sugar, I'm going to say funnel cake. And funnel cake better be on the card. You know? All right? All right. So we keep moving. Oh, what's this? Brunch burger. Looks like a burger. Egg, bacon, between two donuts. Have I seen that on our carnival? No. Uh, do I want to eat that? Yes. Yes, I do. And I'm not ashamed to tell you that. All right, what else? What do we got? All right, deep fried Oreos, staple. Ribbon fries, talked about that. Bubble tea. I'm not on the bubble tea train yet. Not sure what's going on there. It's like tapioca but like if tapioca was the size of boulders and then put that in a liquid i haven't got there yet but they they're gonna have it cotton candy now cotton candy at a restaurant never ordered that yes uh two sides yeah i'd like a cotton candy Uh, i'd like the cotton candy side and oh what's this (laughs) <laughs> and a, and deep fried Oreos. Like if that's if that's two sides that you can get for an entree at Carnival Eats, I'll do that. I will do that. Chili cheese fries, great staple. Cinnamon donut. Not I don't think I've seen that at a carnival, but definitely fits in fried donut. All right. Funnel cake taco. <laughs> I don't know what's happening with the funnel cake taco. I look at the picture. There's a lot of sour cream. It looks like there's a funnel cake under there. Uh, If you're saying it's taco, I'm guessing there's meat there. So funnel cake with meat. It's a whole new ball game. I don't know about that. I'm willing to try it. All right. Now, this is the showstopper. This is what I want to really focus on here. Okay. (laughs) 
I think I don't even understand what I'm looking at. But here's what the caption says. This is a this is an audio medium. This is not a visual. But for sure, I'm going to put this in the social media post for this episode. Who? Here's the caption. Who's in for a sugar lo- overload with our cotton candy burrito? Let me repeat that. Who's in for a sugar overload with our cotton candy burrito? Again, so we're doing funnel cake tacos, all right? So we're doing some kind of uh, Mexican uh, Mexican highly sugar combo with the cotton candy burrito. What is a cotton candy burrito? That's an obvious question. How does that even work? It doesn't make sense, right? The next sentence, very key. This is our sprinkled ice cream wrapped up in cotton candy. And what you're looking at in the picture is a lot of different colors. And what kind of what I can only assume <laughs> is what that second sentence says is sprinkled ice cream wrapped in cotton candy. Now I don't know how a human eats that. It's very colorful. It's very appealing to the eye. Will I try that? You bet I will. Am I I confused by a cotton candy burrito with love and respect? Absolutely. All right? And then maybe you try it and you say, you know what? You got to have the cotton candy burrito. But I don't, I don't know what's happening. I'm interested. This is going to be a restaurant. Uh, when it's open, I'm going to go there. And I'm going to try some things. One of those things is a, <laughs> is a cotton candy burrito. What are your thoughts on those ideas? What... Will something bad happen to you if you have a cotton candy burrito in January? I I don't think so. I want to hear your input. Chat me up (laughs) on cotton candy burritos. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. How about Apple Podcasts? That's a good one. You can also listen on box subscribe to the podcast rate it five stars leave a review do all those things or just pick one that helps the podcast out until next time i'm josh witt this has been unreasonable doubt wvu for the 2020 2021 season is zero and zero